Hello, I'm Mary Colbert, and welcome to Dr. Colbert's Divine Health Channel. We are going to be talking about an issue that is plaguing a lot of people, Don. Well, we're going to be talking about, this comes from my Healthy Gut Zone book, and it's a book that I wrote a couple of years ago, and it has helped thousands of my patients over the years, and so we want to go in detail of uh, how to heal your gut, because... Hippocrates actually said in around 400 BC, he said, all disease begins in your gut. And we're just now beginning to understand that he was mostly correct. I got to tell you, I'm, we're going to just give you one little tidbit of information we recently um, found. It's very fascinating. It really highlights how important your gut is and the healing of your gut. But more importantly, what we want to stress here <clears throat> is how much the gut and the brain are connected. They are amazingly connected in so many ways. And this has been missed. It has been misdiagnosed. It's been overlooked. And we really want to highlight this. You're going to learn some things today. I guarantee you, you've never heard before. There's a new report of a psychiatric report that has just come out about a woman who was canatonic, canatonic. For, for 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. She had a, uh, a form of schizophrenia, severe catatonia or catatonic state in which she was like in a rigid state and she couldn't speak and couldn't think or anything. So now, she, she was a medical student. No, no, she wasn't a medical she, student. She was actually, she was actually uh, at the University of Maryland, Eastern Shore. getting ready to go she to She was pre majoring in accounting, accounting. Accounting, okay. But there was a medical student that remembered That's what it was. her, and the medical student remembered this severe case of schizophrenia, cat catatonia, and he She suddenly, just like well, what happened suddenly came is, on her. Right. Well, yes, suddenly came on her after it Perfectly says... Perfectly normal. But it says after a traumatic experience. And I found this, too. Mm. After a traumatic experience. And they trauma. don't tell you what it is. No, they don't tell you what it is. It's too painful. And it's still the trauma is probably still there. That's why she need these powerful medicines. But what it did, it actually triggered a ah. form of neuropsychiatric um, lupus. Uh, lupus, which is an autoimmune disease can affect the brain. It usually affects the joints and the kidneys and other organs of the body, but in this case it affected her brain and it triggered a severe form of schizophrenia. But well, that was missed. They didn't know she had lupus. They didn't know that. But this doctor, yeah. this medical student at the time, but then he became a doctor and a researcher, and it says that he, um, he investigated and found a group, he got a group of doctors together. It actually says he's able to uh, get a multidisciplinary team of more than 70 different experts from Colombia and around the world, including neuropsychiatrists, uh, neurologists, neuroimmunologists, rheumatologists, in order to figure out what was going on. And what they did is they put her on pulse therapy with corticosteroids, along with some powerful immunosuppressants, which included a, a cancer medication called cyclophosphamide, as well as another cancer medication that's an immune suppressant called rituximab, and they pulsed it for a few a week or so, and then they'd take her off a month, and after over three months, all of a sudden, she woke, she, up. She woke up. Her memory was back. You, you know, she the, was the family was in shock because you have to think about this. For 20 years, they'd visit her in a psychiatric hospital. She Canatonic means she couldn't speak, 
She couldn't she feed herself. Type state. She was in a frozen state, like she was embalmed. And it was, that's horrifying to think, why is this person, and you think, you know, Christians think, oh, it's demonic, or yeah. this is evil, <laughs> and a spirit is possessed. Right. Let me just tell you something. When they're, what they're finding, the gut connection to the brain, the it's schizophrenia, huge. hearing voices, ADD, ADHD, autism, some of the connections, what's going on, folks, in the gut is what's affecting the brain. Absolutely. So you heal the gut. And many times you can heal the heal brain. Heal the brain. Now, again, you mentioned, you know, most think that schizophrenia is demonic or bipolar. Sometimes it is. But some, and many times trauma will trigger a lot of something. issues. So it's tri it started right. with trauma. Right, But in her case, the trauma aggravated her gut, I believe. Mm -hmm. And triggered this tremendous, and uh, triggered what I think was leaky gut or increased intestinal permeability. And we're going to talk about this today because it's the root of most every disease, especially every autoimmune disease I have seen has at its base problem a leaky gut or Do increased intestinal permeability. I, I hope you're hearing what he's saying. <laughs> now, you say, I how can you say every that? Every disease, every well, disease. It's real That's simple. Amazing. Over 30 years ago, I developed psoriasis, which is an autoimmune disease. Now, the most common autoimmune diseases are Hashimoto's thyroiditis of the thyroid, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis. Uh, these are just common autoimmune diseases, well as scleroderma and many others. There's over a hundred autoimmune diseases and the incidence of autoimmune diseases are increasing by three to nine percent per year. Well, let me, Don, let me ask you something because I know people are sitting, a lot of people are watching this and they're listening and they go, well, you know, I don't think I have any gut problems. I don't have anything going on. <laughs> I'm telling you. I know they don't. I know. So, Look at the camera and tell them if you've got these symptoms, you do have a gut problem. You just don't know it. Tell well, them well, what's first the kind of, all, of symptoms. Well, the kind of symptoms, first of all, your bowel movements. When I do a history, I find out, number one, how often do you have a bowel movement? A lot of my patients only have one every two or three days, one a week. And the consistency of the bowel movement. Is it loose? Is it formed? We have actually... We teach people how to analyze their stools. There's a little chart I give patients called the Bristol stool chart. And these are the types of stool that if you can zoom in on this. Oh, let me show it right there to the camera. I'll get the book and find okay, it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, it's actually, it's actually <laughs> on page 147. And types 3, 4, and 5 are healthy stool types that are associated with it, usually generally a healthy gut. Now, if you've been on antibiotics, if you've been on anti-inflammatories, if, if you eat sugar a lot, if you've been on lots of GMO foods, which most foods are, a lot of foods contain GMO foods, especially most all sugar, all soy, pretty much 90 plus percent of soy, as well as corn and uh, canola oil. These are all GMO foods. They mm. damage your gut. They kill off the good bacteria and they promote bad bacteria, which in turn creates a whole host of problems for you, medically speaking, GI, as well as systemically with systemic disease and autoimmune disease, as well as depression and obesity and, and mental disorders we find. Now, I want to cap capitalize on this because I don't want you to miss this. It kills good bacteria. Now, for long life, a long healthy life, you need to have a lot of strong bacteria going on Mary, in your GI the, tract. People don't understand what good, good or beneficial bacteria do for us. 
The, see, when you were born, you came through the birth canal, and then you face-planted in the vagina with the vaginal fluids and the gut fluids right there close to the rectum. So you were, you just were, your gut was inoculated with fecal material, vaginal material, which started to colonize your gut. Which sounds gross, but, but it's necessary. Now what happened, those, for the, balance. those gut, the gut microbes grew to over 100 trillion bacteria in your body, in your gut. We have about on average 100 trillion. To put that in perspective, so the, the amount of cells- So the C-section, those babies, wait, no, you're they didn't get it. I know, well, to put that yeah. in perspective, our, our body contains over 60 trillion cells, but we have over 100 trillion bacteria in our guts, in our large intestines, not the small intestines, the large intestines. What the good bacteria do, most of these should be good bacteria. What they do is they convert foods into vitamins like B12 and B vitamins and biotin and other uh, nutrients our body needs. They break down the food so that we can absorb it. But what they also do that most people don't realize, they train our immune system. They train our immune system so that we become disease resistant. Mm. They teach our immune systems how to fight disease. And uh, they're like barcodes on every cell. They tell our cells or tell our immune system which cells are self cells or which cells belong to us and which are disease cells or which cells don't belong to us which need to be eliminated. Wow. So it's, the immune system, it's critical. so much of your immune system is in your gut. Yes, two thirds is in your gut. So if you've been on lots of antibiotics, you have decimated your gut as well as your immune system. You've killed off a lot of these good bacteria and you're setting yourself up for autoimmune disease where your immune system gets confused and starts attacking itself because you develop leaky gut, which I'm going to explain in a sec. And then it's just, uh, it's a cascade of events that occur where your body becomes more and more disease and doctors are treating it with medicines, which is making you sicker and sicker. Now, it's turning off symptoms. Now, Don, you're preparing for this. And so I was kind of doing my own little thing, right. trying to prepare <laughs> for it. And one of the things as I was researching myself, and because I was so fascinated with this, because the world is destroying their good bacteria. And yes. we wonder why the uh, age uh, limit is dropping and people are dying sooner and more disease. And it's and we're finding the root problems right there in the gut. Gut. Now I found I found this called a blue zone. Blue zone is a group of people that are living past 120, right. and they're studying these people. How are they able to be so disease-free? How are they able to live so long? And one of the things they said is that these people take handfuls of biotics and eat them regularly. Well, what they so, do, Mary, they, I mean, they, live on, they live on natural foods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they, they also do. take living biotics well, some do, and, some, but and let's put talk them about, into their gut. Let, That's let, amazing. Well, let's talk about these populations. There are five blue zone areas in the world. Number one is Sardinia, Italy, home to the world's longest living men. Then Okinawa, Japan, home to the world's longest living women. And then Loma Linda in California, the Seventh-day Adventist community who trained me in residency. And I think that's why the Lord led me to the Seventh-day Adventist. Too. Because uh, they outlive the average American by 10 years. 10 years. And then Icaria, Greece. It's a tiny island in, in Greece. Uh, with significantly reduced rates of cr common chronic diseases. They just don't get them there on that island because they eat more of a, Medi a Mediterranean diet. 
And then get this, this is near us. It's Nicoya, Costa Rica, where people are more than twice as likely as Americans to reach 90 years of age. Now, these, um, the reasons why, there, there are nine major reasons why these people are so healthy. So this is really important. Number one, they make movement a natural part of their day. They move every day. And, and a carrier they're not grease, couch potatoes no. sitting and watching TV. In a carrier grease, they're climbing mountains. These old people, 100 years old, climbing I'm mountains. I'm moving to Costa Rica. <laughs> Costa Rica's a great place. It is. It's looking better I'm going to mountain climb. <laughs> well, it's where some of the, that's a blue zone where people live I know. the longest. Okay, I know. number two, knowing your sense of purpose. Ah. And our sense of purpose is to spread the gospel. And that is the key, and train our kids That's to be right. strong men and women of the Lord. That's, That's our right. Your That's first job is to teach your children Amen. and your grandchildren to hear and recognize the voice of the Father. Amen. And that's what we're doing for yeah, our kids. Because one day your voice they'll never hear again, and mm -hmm. you don't want them obeying another voice. So, so we teach our kids how to be recognized. Led, led by the Spirit yes. of God, which is right here in the belly. Yes, the in gut. In the belly, the gut. <laughs> okay, this is where here we are our again. spirit dwells in our that's gut. That's right. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, that's according right. to the Gospel of John. Okay, okay, number three is prioritizing stress relief. These people were not stressed. They laugh. They laugh, but they enjoyed Interact life. Families. They relax. They enjoyed life. They slowed down. If you go to a carrier or if you go to this little place, Nicoya, Costa Rica, they are not a hustle bustle society. They're taking siestas. They're relaxing. They're laughing. They're having dinner with family and they're sitting back enjoying life and they're not stressing. And stress is a major cause of gut issues. It destroys the gut. Guys, I want to tell you something. If you're addicted to news, you're mm. shortening your life. Amen. We turned ours off. You are <laughs> shortening do. your life. I'm just telling you. you know, what is that saying? It says that that fellow said something about 90% of what you think will happen never happens. Right. <laughs> right. Over, like, over 90% of what you fear will happen will never happen. Right. So don't even worry about it. All news is 99% is bad news because that is what sells. So it's please, an addiction. If you're going to find out, just get a little capsule of news, read the headlines real quick, five minutes, turn it off, and that's it, just so you're educated. You need to know and, the weather. You need <laughs> to know if a hurricane's coming. But prepare. know this, that in the end, <laughs> Jesus wins, okay? Even if we don't have a godly uh, mm -hmm. right now administration and president and Senate and all, we will get them eventually, and God's plan will work. In the end... We will go, if you live the right way on earth, you will go to heaven. That's the key. But we need to train our kids up, train our loved ones up, get, our, get as many people saved as you can is the key. Now, the fourth thing that these uh, Blue Zone people have is they eat until they're about 80% full. Not till they're stuffed yeah. and belching. <laughs> I know. And so many Americans eat until they're about to pop and then they go to bed. And then they get reflux. Guys, we are doing it all wrong. <laughs> all wrong. But they eat wrong. until they're 80% full. Now, how do they do that? Well, we've been to Greece, and we spent a couple of weeks in Greece. I we didn't were, want to leave. Oh, it was, was so laid back. Was, we ate at these little mom-and-pop restaurants. We had a friend of ours that's from the Isle of Crete, and she took us to all the little mom-and-pop restaurants where we ate for hours. We sat around. We laughed. We had olive oil. We had a huge salad. We had chicken and we lamb. We had living and, food. Yes, it was absolutely amazing. And we would, and 
after our meal, we looked, and that big old bottle, liter bottle of olive oil was gone between about eight people. You know, years, years ago, the Holy Spirit gave me an analogy. He said to me, he said, Mary, you are a living being. You need to be eating living food, not dead food. And dead food is anything that man's hand has touched and altered in any way. That's dead food. So death produces death. Yes. Life produces life. So you need to eat the majority of your diet needs to be living food alive. Now that alive. gets me to the fifth point. Okay. The fifth point of having a nine, one of the nine healthy uh, principles for living like the blue zone people to live to be over 100. You need to eat largely a plant-based diet, more plant food than animal food. Why? Most of our animal foods, see animals store their toxins in their fat. Also realize 80% of the antibiotics given to animals in this country, are, or 80% of the antibiotics sold are given to animals. So in other words, when you eat steak, chicken, any kind of pork or anything, Number one, you're getting a lot of antibiotics in there. Number two, you're getting a lot of toxins, pesticides, herbicides, dioxins, all kinds of these horrible toxins, PCBs, in the fat of the meat, mm -hmm. which is toxic to your body and are uh, potentially car carcinogens. So again, a plant-based diet, lots of salad, lots of olive oil, lots of hey, greens. our green supreme, Amazing. our red supreme is the best you can get. A scoop in the morning, drink it, you're getting Tons of good stuff. Now, this sixth principle of the Blue Zone, uh, they drink alcohol in moderation. If you have the Alzheimer's gene, the APOE4 gene, you shouldn't be drinking any alcohol, but they would drink a little wine a day. Now, now some would drink a little more, but that was one of the principles because a little red wine does have wonderful polyphenols in it. But again, I don't endorse drinking alcohol personally, okay? I do. <laughs> I. I believe well, she doesn't have the Alzheimer's gene. I don't I have, have the, the Alzheimer's gene. gene, and I do believe a little bit of wine. Jesus drank it. He did it. I can do it. Just if a little you bit. Have, if you have the Alzheimer's gene, don't <laughs> drink any alcohol. Okay, next, the seventh principle is connecting with your community. In other words, socialize, have fun, yes. laugh together, play together, have a good time, mm -hmm. but don't gripe together. That's the biggie. Do not gripe together and criticize together. That's the one thing. Have a good time. Tell funny stories. Number eight, putting family, whether biological or chosen, first. That's really good. And then, You know what? And so many people, Don, which is kind of sad, especially in the ministry, they put the ministry mm, ahead of their mm -hmm. family. And that's good. that has nothing to do with you not putting God first. Do you understand? Your relationship with the Lord, it should be the single most important thing in your life. You've got to nurture that. You've got to study the word, prayer time. So we're not talking about your relationship mm -hmm. with the Lord. We're talking about your work right. and what you do. Ministry is what you work and what you do. And so many we've seen ministers put it ahead of the family. Then the family collapses and it collapses the ministry. Whereas if they would go ahead and put the family ahead of the ministry and then the work, then everything would be uh, more balanced and support. And if you know a pastor or someone mm -hmm. who's doing that, make them watch this video. Now, the last, <laughs> the last point, number nine, is choosing social circles that support healthy behaviors. 
And like, mm -hmm. um, we, we have a condo here, and, and there's a bunch of people our age that live there. We watch football games together, basketball games together. We have social nights, things like that. Again, um, dancing, ballroom dancing is really healthy for you because it's, it, it helps you socialize. We took ballroom dancing yes. a few years ago. We need to start it back. We need to get we, a brush up course. It's one of the best ways to socialize <laughs> yes. and to, uh, again, have fun and yes. you move and it, it uses your brain. Yeah. So these are healthy activities of Blue Zones. And so uh, the key things, movement, Eating wisely and stress management are the areas that we struggle with most here in the U.S. And that is absolutely true. We don't move enough. We eat way too much of the wrong foods and we don't manage our stress. You know something? The Word of God says, Jesus said, I have come that you might have life. Mm -hmm. Might. <laughs> well, he left that might there because he knew there are, he's done his part. But there are some things that you're going to have to do. He is not going to do it all. As a matter of fact, he's done. He's finished. He said, it's finished. I'm done. So it's up to us to do our part. And then you will have that abundant life. So what is it? Taking care of the temple. And this is an important part of taking care of the temple is pay attention to your gut. Now, did you cover all the symptoms that people are no, having? No, we need to talk okay. about this. All right, because, come. again realize that uh, one of the key things I discussed was about in the, when we are born, if you have a vaginal delivery, you are born with a healthy immune system, healthy gut. Mm -hmm. But if you're born by C-section, and in this country, as uh, 2021 stated, that 32.1% of Americans now are born by C-section. Yeah. And a C-section baby, listen, uh, they missed that brief exposure of the vaginal fluids and the, uh, the GI fluids that literally inoculate their gut to train the mm. immune system. So here's what happens when they're born by C-section. These people, these babies are more prone to develop asthma, obesity, attention deficit disorder and hyperactivity, as well as allergies, autism, celiac disease, and type 1 diabetes later in life. Isn't that amazing? I'm telling When we you. do not have that initial inoculation of those good bacteria to train our immune system, look what happens. Now, if you've had a C-section, then we know there can be life-threatening situations and you don't have any other thing you can do in order to have a C-section. But sometimes these C-sections, it's gone too far, Don. They're doing it to oh. schedule the convenience third, of the doctor. One third of births here in the U.S. Because he doesn't want to be awakened in the middle of the night. Right. So <laughs> they're like, we'll just schedule when that baby's born by scheduling a C-section date. And, Don, a lot right. of that's going on. Oh, it is. It, it is. really is. Now, listen, here's what leaky gut is. So many people are saying, what is a leaky gut? Does that mean I wear, need to wear the pens? No, it's not that. <laughs> okay. Before leaky. you go there, mm -hmm. because I know what people okay. are thinking right there. Uh-huh. What can we do for those babies that are C-sections? What can mama probiotics, do? Probiotics and probiotics. There you go. Just like our grandbabies were born by C-section. And so right. they had, they, she had to have a C-section. Right. And so we made sure we put them on probiotics as well as probiotic foods. And one thing we fed them is we gave goat them milk. Goat, goat, milk. goat milk. That was huge. Pasteurized goat milk. Goat and milk is got really them good. away from the other stuff. And then we inoculated their little guts with uh, good bacteria, and we don't use antibiotics. 
And, and these kids are we use never natural sick. antibiotics. They are never yes. sick. Never sick. They have strong immune systems. But let's see, what is leaky gut? So many people are saying, what is a leaky gut? Well, a leaky gut is simply increased intestinal permeability. You see, God has made the most amazing gut. It says in Psalms 139, verse 14, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. This, when you look at how our gut is designed, it's absolutely amazing. Our gut lining in our small intestines, we have a stomach that empties into a small intestines. Duodenum is the first part, then the jejunum, and then the ileum, and then we have the large intestines. There's a valve that separates the large from the small intestine called the ileocecal valve that closes so the bacteria from the colon cannot get in the small intestines. When it does, it creates a huge problem that we have an epidemic of. Mm -hmm. But what has happened is the small intestines is only one cell thick. And it has these cells that are villi or little finger-like projections and they're bound tight by tight junctions so that the food, this membrane that the food is absorbed is a semi-permeable membrane which means when food is properly digested and chewed, and by the way, you need to chew every bite 20 to 30 times, when it's properly digested and chewed, the food is broken down, uh, carbs, starches, and sugars are broken down into simple sugars like glucose, and your, um, your fats are broken down into simple fats or triglycerides and lipids, and your proteins are broken down into simple amino acids, and these are absorbed in the semi-permeable membrane but it also has a barrier function. The barrier function of this membrane keeps out partially digested starches, carbohydrates, fats. They only absorb the little teeny ones and proteins. They only absorb the little tiny amino acids as well as keeps out bacteria, fungi, yeast, parasites, toxins, and poisons and other material. Now, when this, what happens is there's certain things that damage this membrane. The worst, one of the worst, are antibiotics. When you've been on a lot of antibiotics, you disrupt that membrane, and it causes these tight junctions between the villi to open up. And then you get a condition we call leaky gut. So partially digested proteins, carbohydrates, fats, yeast, fungi, bacteria, toxins are entering in. The best way to visualize this is just picture a coffee filter and see that filter and put coffee in there, and then you brew your coffee and you have a nice cup of coffee, but now picture taking that same coffee filter, get a nice pick and punch holes in it. Then pour the coffee grounds in there and then make your coffee. When you drink your coffee, you're getting coffee grounds and coffee. That's similar to what a leaky gut is. When you have a leaky gut and you eat, when you eat, all of a sudden partially digested food goes right into your bloodstream and goes to your liver and makes your liver toxic. But that when it goes into your bloodstream on the gut lining, it becomes inflamed. You develop inflammation. Then it de you develop a toxic liver. Then you develop fatigue and it's like dominoes falling. And that's mm -hmm. why people with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia have this 95, 99% of the time. But Don, it doesn't have to be just antibiotics no, to no, do that. There's, okay, there's seven key things that do it. Yeah. There's antibiotics, NSAIDs, which are ibuprofen, aspirin, naproxen, any, any kind of, uh, you know, most doctors prescribe arthritis meds like Mobic or any of these other arthritis meds, as well as GMO foods. 
like I talked about, the most common GMO foods I have right here, sugar is the most common. 99% of sugar is genetically modified or GMO. But also, I talked about soy, most, over 90% of soy, canola oil, 95% of canola oil is GMO, 92% uh, of corn, as well as cottonseed oil, which is in potato chips, is, uh, is GMO. As soy, 94% GMO. Sugar beets, 99% GMO. Isn't that amazing? Uh, Don? Amazing. The most important thing for people to hear is you can heal your gut. We've you, only scratched the we got to do another show. Yeah, we we, we've got more okay. shows coming. You're going to have to see. This is part one. We're going to have part two like on two leaky gut. And three. But you know what? If you'll go to drcolbert.com, D R C O L B E R T.com, or Divine Health, you can go in, go in there and take a look at some of the products that we're going to be talking about. This is the key, Divine the Health Biotics. Biotics. Probiotic. Train your immune system. Heal your gut. When you become a, a member of our, our partnership or you, a customer, <laughs> however you want to say it, you're partnering with Don and I to be able to do what we are doing. And go there to divinehealth.com or drcolbert.com. Take a look at what we have on there. If we don't have it, you probably don't need it. <laughs> well, the so. key things for leaky gut to repair it, number one is our biotic. Number two is our uh, fiber zone. At least start with a scoop or half a scoop a day and work up to a scoop. I take a scoop twice a day. And then our collagen, uh, one scoop, two, twice a day, usually will start to heal the gut in most cases. And then follow my diet and my healthy gut zone book as well as my uh, gut zone cookbook. This we helps you restore your gut right yes. here, these two. <clears throat> Thank you for watching and stay tuned for, for our Gut Zone 2. Gut Zone or 2. Or Leaky Gut 2. You'll want to see it. <laughs> Thank you.